Hello, welcome to What's For Dinner, episode 140. Uh, 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 uh. Hey guys, welcome to the show. What a fun show this is. I'm so excited that uh, the guests that we had today were just so much fun. We had um, a great comedy couple. Allison and I are a comedy couple, and you don't meet a lot of really fun comedy couples in this business, but we did today. We're hanging out. It was uh, Dante and Rebecca Cochin. Just an adorable comedy couple and incredibly funny on their own. And uh, this show was it was so fun. We actually broke it up into two parts. So this is going to be part one. You can hear part two next week. It's even just as good, even just as good as part one. On this show, we talk a lot about comedy, um, about uh, some gigs that we did. We get a little silly uh, talking about some more random stuff, as we often do on the show. You'll hear. It was a good time all around. And speaking of good times, we... Uh, the four of us are actually doing shows together. Valentine's Day, the four of us will be at the Ice House in Pasadena on the second stage, 10 o'clock. And on the 16th, uh, Dante runs a show at Sal's Comedy Hall in Hollywood, right off Melrose. And we'll be there on the 16th with them as well. Uh, other shows coming up um, this week on the f- on Thursday, I'll be at Flappers in Burbank. And then Allison and I will be at the Comedy Palace in San Diego this weekend on the 6th and the 7th. And then at the end of the month, we're all going to be at the San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival. So a lot of great stuff coming up. But enough of my babbling. Why don't you guys just sit back, relax, and enjoy part one of What's for Dinner, episode 140. Bye-bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's There's a jam going on. You can't hear it because of the headphones. You don't have the headphones. But. We have no headphones. No headphones. Yay! Here we are, guys. Here we Welcome. are. Thank Welcome you very to much. House. Welcome to the studio slash living room here. I love your place, by the way. Yes. And I love that you guys live where you live. Like, I love this neighborhood. I love the Safari Inn. I love I your know, place. I know, it's great. Us yeah. too. Yes. The Safari Inn, True Romance, man. True yes. Romance. And there was another big movie that used uh, Safari Inn. There's, yeah, it's there been in a lot. It's been in a lot, but I know there is another one that I'm seeing that image. I just can't think of what movie it's yeah, from. I mean, Everyone should some... come over right now. I, I think we should have a party. <laughs> all, all ten of you, all ten of you listeners, come over and join. Uh, no, Burbank is fun because it's quiet, but yet you're still close to the hubbub. Like, yeah. you want to get to the hubbub? You're 10, 15 minutes away. And I love, I was telling Dante, I love the architecture of Burbank. You know what I mean? Like, I love the way it looks. It has sort of a, like a more, like if suburban met like, like a like the, the quaint downtown area almost has that. I don't want to say like a like a northern feel, but I feel like I might be walking around in like a cute little Connecticut town or something yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's got quaint yeah. written all over it. Yeah, yeah, really cute buildings and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much good food in Burbank. Yeah. So much There's good a, food. A lot this of great, show is lot of brought to you by Burbank. Move here. Ha ha! Clearing the throat. <laughs> I love that we're at you guys' place. Like I love Me it. Too. Like it, a week ago, we weren't all hanging out, and I've known him for forever. Forever. And really? I just met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But it's like comics. We're always like, you know, how are you, buddy? Good to see you. And then you move on. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah exactly. Because we're always in different spots. Yeah. It's Ships like ships passing in the yeah, night. Yeah. I mean, there's okay. comics I started out with. 20 years ago that I never see anymore. I'll see that their picture's up at comedy clubs, but I haven't physically seen them in 20 years. Yeah. But if we saw each other, we'd be like, how you been, buddy? Good to hey. see you. And you move Pick on. Up where you left off. And yeah. then you ever do that? Do you ever like, because I was actually doing that last night. I was thinking of some comics that I haven't seen in years, and I started Googling them to see if they're still around. I think about certain ones all the time because at least, you know, now with the internet, you can figure out if people are still working or what they're doing or all these guys that were at the comedy store when I first started and they were the big headliners. And then there's some that disappeared um, that were big headliners and you wonder where the fuck did they they go? go, Like there's this guy, Carl... uh, Not LeBeau, because I run into him in Dallas. I know that he is hiding out in Dallas somewhere, right. but I'm not going to say where, because I think he's on the lam. What? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I think you gave too much away, you guys. Ah, like, come on. <laughs> they, they promote he, he's on shows, but he does it last minute. Do you guys know that it's whole story? the Federal Bureau of Investigation no, is Sam Kinison's best friend. He was one of he's Sam, in Dallas. Oh, yeah. He was, and he Kinison's uh, cheated. comedy. Right. Kinison cheated uh, on his wife with... LeBeau's wife had a baby with her, but LeBeau didn't know it. He had the baby, and then he got a DNA test done at some point and realized it was Kinison's kid. He divorced her and said, I'm not paying for this kid anymore. And so once you've been with someone and raised a kid that long, it's officially your fucking kid. So he's been on the lam for child support for the (gasps) past 20 years. Are you serious? Oh, 
So he will announce a show on the radio, but he'll only do it the hour before the show. He's like, by the way, you guys can see me in an hour at blah, 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 and he won't bring up any criminal stuff, and he goes and does the show, and then he keeps <gasps> moving on. He's going to hate you yeah. for saying that he's in Dallas. Well, uh, as we maybe, all know, but the last time I saw him in Dallas was eight years ago, so I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm sure he's hiding out. Who knows? In, uh, <laughs> really, he could he's be in, in Pacoima. Dallas, India. That's what he is. He yeah. didn't say Dallas, Texas. Actually, Carl's the next guest on the show. <laughs> all right. He's actually waiting in the bedroom right now. I don't now. think this is a secret. I didn't give out any secrets. I'm you lying. Search this on the internet. It's all public uh, knowledge. You. I, I didn't give away a secret. That's true. Didn't Carl, though, he held Kennison when he died, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, got to be a mind fuck, too. Yeah, that, that, that's oh. crazy. Yeah. Like, so did I ever... Uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys a quick story. So I was at Kennison's funeral, and... Uh, Everyone who got up was pretty much lighthearted. Like, Polly was talking about how Kennison was his babysitter and what a shitty idea that was. And, you know, on and on. And everybody's laughing. And then LeBeau gets up and he goes, I'm kind of speaking for the whole family. And uh, he starts breaking down. And is like, I was there and I was holding Kennison. And he was like, it's okay. It's okay. And then he died. And then Carl's just, like, crying. And Richard Belzer was hosting the... Uh, you know, this whole talk thing. And he Richard comes over. Yeah. He comes mm-hmm. over to him and he grabs him and he hugs him. And he's like, come on, buddy. He walks him off the stage. And the funniest thing, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, Carl breaks away, runs back to the mic and goes, by the way, I'll be at Igby's all week. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's comic funny. Fashion. It was great. I know. It was great. That's a good story. That oh. reminds me of, uh, who was the comic that was on, tr- that was like on, uh, in a, this it's a it's a legendary story. He was uh, testifying in a trial or something, and he was being questioned by the lawyer. And they said, uh, "So you were?" And he, he was a witness in something that happened at the club or whatever. And he said, "So you're perform? You're a comedian? Yes." And you were hosting that night of the show. And the guy said, "Yes." Although normally I do headline. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who it was. Hilarious. Apparently, it's it. a true story. That's great. Come on. Yeah, you've got to work with some great people, though, right, man? Yeah, luckily. I mean, I started... Uh, He's worked with everyone. Like, it's ridiculous. He's open for Richard Pryor, yeah. which blows my yeah. mind. Awesome. What, at the store? Right. I started, yeah, I like, started in 86, so at the store and at a couple other places. Wow. And then I even had a sitcom. This was a, a, a good and bad story. I had a sitcom on BET in the 90s. Um, called the Blackberry Inn, and each week it was it was a hotel, and it was like I was the the crazy maintenance guy, and there were like five of us, main five cast. But the 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 key to this show was every week we had three new big celebrities come on the show, and our show was the very last thing Richard Pryor ever did. Are you serious? Holy yeah, crap. and. Uh, um, Paul Mooney was one of our writers, oh, wow. and so oh, me and Paul amazing. talked to him to come over, and I hadn't talked to Richard in a That's while, so and the upsetting like, part, why this is bad, <laughs> is that Richard, he had all these lines, and when he showed up, his MS was so bad, he couldn't talk, and so what we had to figure out was, he had someone who was like supposed to be his nurse or whatever, we gave him his lines, so Richard would pretend to whisper in the guy's ear, and then he'd say, Mr. Pryor says, blah, 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 so Richard oh. didn't even talk in our sitcom Aww. it was very sad oh but yeah i got lucky i started in 86 and it's like that was like the boom of comedy no no shit. and all of these guys who i idolized my whole life were like in my life i remember one of the best people i ever met was um jim carrey before he was famous he's about to ask you about that yeah it was like he was he was um famous to me because i had showtime when i was a kid and he had done some special and i do impressions and i i emulated him to learn how to do impressions are you talking about the one where uh he was like wearing that like colored shirt like the plaid shirt and he did the thing about uh uh jimmy uh, not jimmy, uh yeah jimmy stewart watching the atomic bomb uh, maybe because he also did ET on that special. He did Henry Fonda from On Golden Pond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did all these great impressions, and I had recorded it and watched it my whole life. And when I moved to LA, I think he wasn't even on in Living Color at the time, and I flipped oh. out on him. I'm like, dude, you're like my favorite comic, and it was great. Oh, but like, it. and then you, all of a sudden now you're like hanging out with these guys. You know, it's not like we're best friends, but at least like Richard Pryor, I felt like we were friends. Awesome. Kinnison, we were yeah. friends. Um, so cool. Yeah. And then it, what's sad to me now is when you think about like um, when your parents would talk about, you know, uh, I don't know whoever's famous in their day. You know, uh, uh, Sid Caesar was the biggest blah, blah, blah and on Jack TV Benny. and Jack Benny. And we're like, OK, great. All right, fine. And if you ever met Jack Benny, it'd be like, whatever. Yeah. But I, I, I suppose in my lifetime, I grew up sort of watching reruns of stuff with like Milton Berle. So I understood mm-hmm. that. And Absolutely. when I got to open for him one night, that was a big deal. But um, 
I, I realized that Richard Pryor, Sam Kennison, Bill Hicks, all these people that we either knew or were around before us or at the same time or we idolized, these new comics, if you go to an open mic tonight, these 20-year-olds, th- those guys are Jack Benny to them. They That's don't true. really care. I, isn't that They insane? don't know. They, they think, well, fuck Richard Pryor. What about Louis C.K.? You know what I mean? And I'm like, ah, but it's and you're like... like uh, Louis C.K. wouldn't tr- be Louis C.K. without, without Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor. And, yeah. and, and ask Louis C.K. <laughs> and he'll say Richard Pryor. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I know, and especially with the advent of like the U- YouTube and everything, young yes. comics could totally look up these guys they've heard about and just see Study like, em. oh shit, Louis C.K. totally got this kind of vibe or whatever from Pryor or, uh, you know, from... Um, Oh, Lenny Bruce, right. you know, those guys, George Carlin. Like, if you want to go back in the past and talk about, like, one of my favorite comics and one-liner extraordinaire who still, if you listen to him today, is still relevant, Groucho Marx. Yeah, he's great. Is the most brilliant one-liner comic ever. And it's, it's so old. I mean, it's even before Jack Benny's but he was people would have been like, what about Groucho Marx? Oh, forget that guy. He's old school. But and comedy is not that old. Like, people need to start studying their past because comedy is about a hundred years old really it came out of vaudeville and then when vaudeville started crashing these guys who were telling jokes and playing violin or whatever had to move on Mm -hmm. so they go to the cat skills or they go wherever they could and 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 it was a one-person show that became comics you know he's a comic so we're we're like a hundred year old uh art you're a baby breed we are we are and it's like if you can't learn a hundred years of history go fuck yourself yeah then you're not a true comic but you know it's interesting that question you asked about i wonder where some of these comics are you know what i'm actually not surprised where some of them are they sort of like just went away and it's because they could not change yes they didn't change Mm. with the times i remember growing up and seeing these guys who were doing like uh a john wayne joke in the 80s and it, 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 it seemed old then, and then I saw them in like 2000, and they were doing the same John Wayne joke, and I went, "Oh my god!" And then you just never heard of them again. We just I, saw. I, a I comic. was just. I was going to tell the story. Oh, I was okay. just. We were just on a cruise, and nothing against cruise comics. No. I started doing it myself. Yeah, you're doing them, right? I'm doing them, but I'm keeping my act pretty relevant and pretty. You know, you have to. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I can't. You know, there's there's a certain sense of artistry that you got to hold on to, or yeah. else you're just going to be a fucking puppet. And this guy, I won't say his name. Really nice guy, but he closed on a Barney joke. Oh, Eddie Turner. Oh. No. <laughs> I, I don't even know if that's <laughs> I, I just made up a name. That's not even a comic. You know Eddie? Yeah. And, and if there is an Eddie Turner comic, I apologize. He's doing Barney jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Screw yourself. There's some asshole in Kansas going, how do they know? <laughs> I was well, working for Royal Caribbean. <laughs> hey, that Barney got, joke was killing. I still got my OJ material. That still works. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. A Barney great. joke. That's hilarious. Isn't I know. And he, it's, it's like he did. He talked. And I'm like... If you're going to do, at least up, say, say, say Teletubby or something. Say, exactly. exactly. Teletubbies are still on TV. My daughter watched them a few years ago. Yeah. Or oh, even yeah. the Wiggles or right. something. Or whatever the newest thing is. Yeah. Right. Unbelievable. It's, I know. It's just like, the, it's, I, 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 I hate saying the word given up, but these guys, I, I don't know. I think they, it's like. They go, this is what I wrote. I don't, I'm not able to write anything new. I might as well just keep what I wrote. It still kills the end. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's and like it still works. Why change it? And you know yeah. what's crazy? I have a joke like that that scares the shit out of me because it's like a popular request. I have this thing called The Wizard of Oz where I do five impressions. And to me, like at least most of them are still relevant. It's like, you know, De Niro and Nicholson and, and stuff. But even Nicholson hasn't made a movie in 20 years. Yeah. And it's like or, I mean, but what's strange is even college kids still get it, laugh, whatever. But I know mm-hmm. that that's one of those bits that I'm going to have to be picky and choosy about for the future, even though it's sort of like my signature. It's like Gallagher smashing a watermelon mm-hmm. where they're yelling it out if I'm not about to leave it. and not yeah, doing exactly. it. But at the same time, I don't, I don't want that to be my John Wayne joke. You know what I mean? So it's like I always try to keep my whole act very fresh. And I also try not to ever make anything topical because you're fucking yourself Absolutely. in five years. He, he's uh, Flip's got a perfect uh, edition of that. A shirt that killed. I mean, the shirt sold off the rack so fast. And it was the Kanye interrupting Taylor Swift yeah. bit. But, it, I mean, after you can't go, hey, do you remember three years ago when on the VMAs? Blah, blah, blah. Right. You, like, you can't keep doing that. Right. And it's the funniest joke ever. Because it wasn't like the OJ trial where you could bring that up today and make it okay if you, you know, say something. If you even say though something it's relevant old. If you say something to compare. To compare like, to, the absolutely. Matter, did you know, I just found right. this out last night on Biography Network, hello, uh, that uh, OJ got arrested for that stupid football, like r- like trying to steal the memorabilia yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. He got arrested and um, uh, put to jail on the day 
13 or 14 years anniversary from the day he was acquitted. Like the Amaze exact balls. Day. Yeah. Bravo. Really? Isn't that crazy? And see, I that's, rele- that, that's relevant. If that's you, relevant. If you say ways. something like that, then that's fine. Yeah, exactly. And the Kanye thing, I still think it's like close enough to where if you re-explain it. You know what's interesting? You can tell people anything because they buy whatever we say. I have a friend who does a joke. He goes, you guys have seen that stupid Salon Selectives commercial where the girl's like, you know, and she starts, he does it. And that commercial has not been on since 1980. I couldn't even remember what the thing was. I couldn't <laughs> right, even Right, but everyone's like this in the audience. They're like shaking their heads going, oh, to- yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they even, even have the brand Salon Selectives anymore? I don't yeah. think so. I don't know. Sadly, I have a bottle of it in my shower right now. <laughs> but it's been there since 1980. But I got it at 99 cent store. I'm not going to lie. Schmoop. But it yeah. has been there since 1980. Right. I have an herbal joke about how I love to fuck my hair when I wash it. Is that still relevant? Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, fucking hair is always going to be good. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. And by the way, um, your con- uh, we haven't even said our guest today are Dante. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hi. Yes. Rebecca. Hi. And, I, I'm sorry, Rebecca. Cochin. Rebecca Cochin. Cochin. Thank you very much. And oh, Dante with funny, no last name. Very funny comedy couple. Which is rare in comedy, where two and you guys are a comedy couple. Yes. That's why it's so, so exciting so to be here. And the conversions e- of the worlds. And what's even crazier is Rebecca and I have just found out that we are indirectly the same person. Yes, we. Uh, it's crazy. Right down to like, okay, look, everybody can say, look, we both, you know, we both like to smoke, or we both like, you know, we both to comedy, we're both, you know, in our, you know, blah 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 age, but <laughs> we both have piano teaching mothers. Yes, both our moms are piano teachers. Which is crazy. We're both Jews. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Both yeah. have the There's same um, good habits. Uh, yeah. This. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, what's oh, laid yeah. out in front of us. The, the, yes. The, 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 the smokers. <laughs> but, um, it's weed. It's weed. It's yeah, weed. we can yeah. talk about that. The whole, everybody knows on the podcast that this is basically my no podcast. No one smokes weed ever. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not in California. Never. Yeah. Definitely Very crazy. Not. Definitely not. Let's not be crazy. I know. But uh, I wanted to, because we were just talking about the uh, the bits and everything, just before we uh, veer off real quick. Um, what what is like the oldest joke that you still do in your act? Oh, that's a good oh, question. God, that's a really good question. I could oldest? tell you mine. I, I could start yeah, it if you want. Yeah, let's hear. I want to hear. Uh, I wrote this in '96, and it's it's a closer that I still do if I need it if I need a backup closer. But it's basically it's me uh, saying talking to God. And how it would be today versus like Moses. So it, it's like I'm talking to God, and then God talks back, and I said, "You got to help us." And then God goes, "I'm just kidding. I'm out here right now, but leave your message." And <laughs> it's like I get God's answering machine as an essentially it's joke, but I wrote that closer. like '96. It's a great cool. joke. Why would yeah. you ever get rid of it? And until you do your own HBO special, you keep jokes. Right. Yeah. Like right. I, unless they're shitty, like or they lose relevance right. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's or a you great grow out joke. of it. But that's like yes. one that I mean, uh, it's almost 20 years. And people it still don't works. realize that because they think in our business, we're how do you come up with all that new material every night? And it's like you have to perfect it. I saw I saw Chris Rock do his HBO special for like 19 years leading up to that HBO mm-hmm. special. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what you have to do. To and then they're the like, perfect. well, Louis right. C.K. puts out a new one every six months. Now, now he does. But because he, he has before. to. Yes, right. exactly. That's why the first album from most people or the second album is always the greatest because right. it's the one that they spent 20 years on. Right. You know, Chris Rock's first special was the it's, best. His yes. second one was pretty good. His third one was, eh, it was all right. He's like rushing to Be, put the material right. in so that right. he can right. But he took a, an hour of his best stuff, no, and then he took another half hour of his best stuff that he worked on for twenty years, and then mm-hmm. new stuff that he had written. And his, that's why both specials were great. Prince's Purple Rain was like his second album, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was amazing yeah. because he spent twenty years on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's interesting, Rebecca. What's your first? What's your oldest? God, I would probably have to say one of my. A joke that I still always do because it's clean is um, I'm in a lot of horror movies, which is true. And then I'm like, but they're terrible. Like the movies I'm in are so bad while I'm filming them, they come out on DVD, right? <laughs> and it's like cheesy joke, but it always gets a laugh. You know what I mean? Right. But it's I've a clean. Been, yeah. But yeah. I've probably been saying that since like my first month of doing comedy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And your your act is totally different than to- night one. Oh, totally. Di- I mean, yeah. Like it's changed a lot. You know, over the when years. When did you start, Rebecca? Um, I've been doing it for eight years. Se- seven. Seven and a half. Yeah. We're almost the same person. Yeah. I've yeah. been yeah. six. We're like the same yeah. person. I swear to God, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I, I, we have to tell our listeners too that this is the very first time in the six and seven years that we've been doing comedy that we've met each other, and yeah. yet we've been part of a comedy couple where we've known right. that there's we're like, in a comedy couple. There's like three or four in the whole world that have relevance, even. I mean, that, I mean, that like do it together, yeah. right? And they go and on, the road, on the road and yeah. have you know people know who they are. Yeah. And Dale Jones, Jody White, maybe. Oh yeah, and Ralphie then May and, Lana. and then yeah, Tracy and, Lana. and Tracy Skeen, maybe. 
There's this couple. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, and what's it? Bonnie McFarlane and oh, Rich, uh, Voss. Rich Voss. Maybe oh, okay. there's six or seven, but yeah. Yeah. there's very few. Handful. Handful. But, th- but yeah. we're talking about out of the entire, you know, how many thousands of <laughs> comics there are, yeah. that there would be that small of a... Yeah. And I've dated comics in the past, but it's not my favorite. But then I also realized, because I was married, that she wasn't interested in my business at all, my ex-wife. Not at all. Like, I would be on TV so excited or I'm flipping through the channels and yeah. I see myself on something that, you know, is a, a rerun. And I'd be like, oh, my God. And she's like, i am watching that other show. I'm sure you have a tape of this somewhere. And I'm like, I'm on TV right now. Can you be happy How is for, this not yeah, exciting? Yeah. You know? know? That's where we all look out, that we're in relationships with people that not only get it, but do it and have the same excitements and... You know, when you're supporting each other so wholeheartedly to the point where you're even like we were talking about this when we did the show together, going on the road. I know you guys, you get lonely, and yeah. then now you have your ladies to come I with know. you, and Absolutely. not just come with you it's and be the like best baggage, thing ever. Isn't it? but to come there and it's earn money too. Thing ever. And and it's not even about <laughs> sex. You know, comics great. will be like, "Oh, great, you get to have sex on the road now, and I have to try." Yeah, but no. she doesn't need to be there. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is truly about being with your best friend and mm-hmm. sharing like. Even experience. even going to Tulsa, Oklahoma, or Hawaii, or whatever, you're, it's like you're on yeah, yeah Visalia. You just you're, got back from right. Visalia. You're out <laughs> having a, a a life with your yeah. life partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? you're not just sitting at some like Denny's by yourself, like you know, thinking, oh, I guess I'll go browse the mall again. Now you're like, together we'll go to Denny's and right. together we'll, we'll browse, browse the, the mall. mall. Right. <laughs> It'll be. You're crazy. not calling exactly. home, going, do you care if I go see a movie today without you? Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like lonely to, now anymore. Now we need to go watch every movie and movie hop. You know what the best thing is, by the way, to do? I'm gonna give you my inside scoop, especially when you're on the road, which we have to do this we haven't really done this we only do it in town because it's expensive here but you plan out movie hopping you know for a fact that you're gonna go for like a six hour or like a four hour period you're gonna do at least two movies for that price of one so what you do is you see when the end time is for the first one and it doesn't matter when the beginning time is of whatever is gonna play next that you're willing to see and you double play in the day I have just told everybody in the world how to cheat the movie jubi jew where are you Tulsa, Oklahoma. There's nothing to fucking do except for play with the. I corn. am not opposed to it. I'll tell you that. I'm not. Yeah, a, I've I never mean, done come it. Come on, it's fourteen dollars a pop. Like, give me a. You break. better. Two fucking yeah. movies for that. Right. Shit. That's why I like Bullshit. dollar theaters. I love exactly. dollar theaters. Exactly. Yeah, the We've been going out to the one in Pasadena yeah. all the time. Although the one problem I have with Pasadena, which is different from the Coldwater one, uh, which I think is like a three dollar the theater. I don't know the Coldwater. I think it's like a three dollar okay. theater, but <laughs> I'll take it because Pasadena made me open my purse. Us too. And they took our shit. Took all my. I know. Me too. They, they did it to and me. And I had such glorious Ugh. bag of goodies. It was like it was like plain munchies. It was just delicious. And she fucking took all of them. All I know, they don't, of them. They, they gave it back there. at the end. But they'll give it back at the end. Yeah. But they like want you to not have right. that fun. They're they like, mean business. Care. Yeah. Fuck all that. You I don't just have need... to learn to hide it better. But you know what? Even we ended up buying popcorn and drinks and everything. And I think for the three of us, me, her, and my kid, with food and the tickets, it was twenty bucks. And that's like you can't beat that night. That's not bad at all. Because exactly. at our house, uh, what's that one theater we went to with your dad? They want to charge us like it was almost $60 for the three of us yeah, to go watch a movie. Well, Arclight, yeah. At the Arclight. And I, just, I, I was like, you know what? Can I, like, give also, me my money back. you choose your seats. I don't give a shit. I'll get there early and choose my right. own day. Right. I know. I know. We I'm were not like, a fan uh, of paying that much for a movie. Like I can buy it in a month when it comes out. Thank Absolutely. You. I choose almost to never go to movies anymore unless I do this movie plan. And I've literally done it like numerous times. I What did I see? I think I saw... Um, the World's End, and then I, or uh, other way around, I saw We Are the Millers and I snuck into World's Love End. It. And I was like, perf. That was a it. great day. It was a perfect day. I'll spend 14 bucks on that any day. And I didn't miss a lick of it. I literally planned it where I snuck right in. Smart. And I was sick. <laughs> I was like, I went to the bathroom and I like washed my hands. And then like I took enough time where like the crowd from my movie left. And then I just appeared. And I was able to get to the other movie just in time for the movie to start. I went to the bathroom for the, for of the course. movie to start. Smart. Yeah. So I have a question for Jewish. you guys uh, being a couple because we run into this. Have you ever felt uncomfortable? And not that we have, but when you go on the road, uh, people who don't do this, you go on the road and a lot of times you're staying in a comedy condo. And it's, it's usually the feature and the headliner, which you guys already are and so mm-hmm. are we. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they'll say, oh, your MC's from out of town. He's going to be staying with you or your opener or whatever. And not that we've had a bad experience, but we've had some uncomfortable experiences mm. with that. Have you? I don't you know, think we've ever had to share a condo with a with another person. Oh, we've that's done good. the condos, but it just happened that they got like they, a they local, person local MC. To Usually that's the yeah. same way with us, but every yeah. once in a while we get one. Where did yeah. that happen for you? 
Um, it happens all the time. Like, yeah. when's, I the would last, say, when's the last time it happened? Last time it happened, maybe uh, one of the loony bins, yeah, probably. Sure. And uh, last what made, year. Both what time, made it uncomfortable? You know, it's uncomfortable just because you're a couple, first of all, and now there's someone else staying with you. I mean, was like he whacking off while you were in the bedroom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was really weird. <laughs> right. He would so walk he in whacking off. While off. we were in there. Yeah, exactly. We were he's pulling a sling dinner. blade, and he just walks in with a hammer and jacking off. And he's like... Just when I tell you I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Potatoes. Um, you oh, you, you worked uh, Sheboygan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Yep. No, nothing really, really uncomfortable. But I'll say this. It's, it's interesting because you will run into so many comics who will preach to us how they love their wife and how, what a good oh. Christian oh. they are. Oh, I hate that and shit. Then they, and then, and then they, the, they you can't. see them hitting on women at the club, but you can tell that because they've already told us all this bullshit, they don't want to bring the girl back to our place. So they make all these excuses. So they make excuses. Oh, I've got to run to Walmart at 1 in the morning uh, to get snow wipers. Anyway, I'll see you guys maybe in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just dumb shit, and, and you're I'm like, like, yeah, because we're clearly because we're idiots. so stupid, yeah. we're idi- we're idiots. And honestly, I don't know your wife. Judging you even more now that you've said that you're a Christian and you love your and wife. You love your wife. If and you, you have a great family and you love them so much. Just and don't blah, even blah, say blah. that. Right? Don't say it. Just say that. Yeah. Right. Just come why, up why to me and be like, hey, you guys, I'm just married, just but I'm probably gonna fuck somebody here. Yeah. I'll be like, great. Yeah. Good. Enjoy the enjoy the house. I don't know you. Do whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean. Yeah, have your fun. I'm not Absolutely. married to you. I don't right. give a fuck what you do. But to come and act all like, oh, you know, Jesus and blah blah blah, and my wife and Jesus. Anyway, I got to go to Walmart at one, <laughs> and then and then just never come back. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Oh. It's like, you know, Walmart was really cool, man. I just couldn't, I just got lost. I slept in my car, you guys. I just, you know, give you some privacy. I didn't want to pull myself away from the deals. Let me ask you a question, Dante. Before uh, you were Oh, we didn't find out his oldest joke, by the way. We've tangented a bit. Well, let me get to this. But I want to hear this joke. Go ahead, I don't want you to forget. No, it's okay. I was just going to ask, before you were with Rebecca and everything, when you were on the road and sharing condos with a feature or whatever, did you ever have it where a feature brought a girl back and you could tell she was just like... Like, just should not be in your personal space. Because I've had that happen where, like, I was working in West Palm Beach years ago at the Comedy Corner, and uh, I was hosting, and I think I was driving around the feature, and we saw this girl on a bus bench who was just, like, kind of collapsed, and she looked really fucked up. And he said, dude, stop the car. And I'm like, okay. And he gets out, and he (gasps) talks to her, and then brings (gasps) her to my car. Oh, my God. And puts her in the car. He goes, okay, let's go to the condo. And I'm, I mean, I'm like a twenty-something-year-old kid. I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, he's like, oh, I just oh. found my first rape wow. victim. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. So we go to the condo, and the girl's like on the phone with somebody, and he goes, yeah, fucking her boyfriend was like fucking her up or whatever, and you know, just wanted to save her. I'm like, dude, why did you bring her back here? She could tell him where we are. Wow. <gasps> oh my and he's god. Like, oh, I never thought about that. I'm like, fuck. So we drove her back to wherever she had to go. <laughs> Holy got the fuck shit. Out of there. But I was just wondering if, like, you ever had that kind of. Experience. You know, I've honestly wow. never had that experience because I'm also I would I would do something about it. I was raised by you know sisters and grandmas and you know whatever. I, I would stop a situation like that from happening. But I did hear a story, and I won't say names, but there were three comics uh, that are still around that were at the comedy store. Ooh, they were all sharing a La Jolla condo together. Do you know this story? No, but I wonder. One of them, um, they brought home a woman who was obviously drunk, and the other two guys even said to them, said to the guy, "Don't do anything with her." And he went out for a little while, and the door was open to his room, and the guys walked by, and she was laying there, passed out on the bed, to where she couldn't even move, and there was like blood on the sheets, and they like helped her get up and get out, and just like hated that guy ever since. Um, but it's never happened to Holy me. Shit. Oh my god! Yeah. That's never happened to me. Um, but you know, there was a guy who was going around a comic, and I won't say his name because I can't remember his name. But he was playing colleges, and um, they ended up catching him for rape. His plan oh, was. Oh, I know exactly who you yeah. are. Yeah, uh, 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 Vince Champ. Yes. Vince Champ, he would go to colleges, rape somebody, and then leave town. And so the police had no idea until they put it together that all these girls had been to comedy shows. Oh, my mm. God. But he got away with it for like a that year so or more. so Law & Order SVU. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, Vince by the way, Camp. speaking of Law & Order, that is our favorite show of all time. No. No. Oh, wait. No. She, Allison's running no. around and she's going no. out the door. She's no. leaving. Shut up. Because Shut up. I actually hey, was going to bring this up. 
Is that your favorite okay. show? Because that's my ding, ding. We call it Slit Your Wrist Fest, and I watch it I almost it. every oh, day. No. We, we, do too. we do too. That's what keeps it's us just up at back night. To, and on the days when USA is not playing it, they play NCIS. I'm so angry at the Me world. Me too. Me too. But then we watch the Jerry Orbach old Law and Order. We, well, that's yes. not terrible, but yes. I'm so I know can't do cr- uh, the Benson other one. And we do SVU. It's, yes. Us too. SVU is our favorite. And then Law and Order. But you know what? We have a theory. We have a theory that 90% of comics, that's their favorite. Favorite show, as Law and Order SVU. Yeah. Oh, it's it's great, and it's it's the one thing that when you're like writing jokes or doing whatever you do during the day, that's going to play the entire time. Absolutely. No, it's okay. Like I'm like I, it's, I, I muted you guys just because it was every be comic funny. I know loves SVU and Law and Order. You yes. know why? Well, first of all, it's the best cast. The fact that it's Belzer and fucking Ice T. I love oh, it. It's so good. And Ice T is so bad on there that it's beautiful. It's so he plays it like a Keanu Reeves would play yeah. it. He's just like yeah, he's, that's right. He's just like deadpan and like one note, and it's beautiful. And like, he usually only has like two lines. He'd be like, "Yeah, I checked it out." <laughs> <laughs> I know he does a really good iced tea. <laughs> that would be great. I'll go look up the file. <laughs> Dude, that's great. That's so good. We also realized there's a friend of mine from my work that we realized that every time, if you catch this, somebody always happens to walk in the room and know exactly what everybody's talking about and happen to say the uh, next perfect thing. And Ice Tea is one of the number yes. one people at that. Oh, I, th- totally. I think it's also totally. a good lullaby because it, it is the same show every single time. Oh. Everybody, no, it I, I don't mean, I, I, listen, here's what I mean by Some that. We always, know, wait, wait. we always know that there's, it's going to start off with the crime and then it's going to go to commercial and then it's going to play the theme song and then it's going to start and we're going to start here with the cops and then the cops are going to be interviewing people who are too busy for when cops come over to, to talk to you. <laughs> no, that's what I said to him last night. Like Always. no one is ever like miffed that there's two detectives in their house. Right. They're if, just like, "Honey, it's if time detectives for were here, yeah. we like, would stop <laughs> our podcast." But on the show, we'd be like, "Anyway, we're in the middle of a podcast. We'll be with you guys when we're yeah, done." Totally. <laughs> you know. Oh, and like if the police that. walked in, we'd be like, "Oh my god, what's Holy going shit, on? we got to stop this podcast, you guys. There's cops here." But on that's for you, they're just like, "Uh, sorry guys, we're busy." Yeah. Detectives? Oh, one of them's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca and I always talk about how we gorgeous on a woman. We would be happy even to be that bartender who's like, yeah, I, I don't remember seeing them, but let me get those tabs for you. <laughs> and, you know, like that's their one line. Every episode they're talking to a bartender. It's like, you can take all the receipts. Yeah. We're so madly in love with it. And I was going to say, are you going to play this right now? I can't. We, oh, you can't hear it, but I'm playing yeah, the theme song. Yeah, we can't hear it. Oh. Every time that the... No- and she wants to have sex with Marissa, I think. Dude, she's so hot. She's so hot. And I loved her mom. Like, I love her mom, These too. Right. Jane Mansfield. You know oh, oh, like, oh, you meant like in real and life. And we live, yeah, a, we live right across the street from Hargis Hayes. Oh, my God. Jane Mansfield. Oh, you live right over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Wait, what is this? We live across the street from Hargate Plants. That's right. Yeah. The brother, what's his name? Mickey. Mickey. The dad. Her dad. That's so, it's so crazy. Do you know, Je- we were just talking about Jane's Ma- Jane Mansfield because of that infamous photo of her and Sophia Loren. Yeah. It was parodied on Modern Family, which is a whole nother, our other favorite show. But, um, it's a really funny show. It's a really funny no, show. We but actually, um, when we do the, when they, I love whenever they play the, uh, the, the beginning of Law and Order. Dun, 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 dun. No, 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 but just in the yeah. criminal court system. Yeah, the oh, criminal, she criminal justice she, yeah, system. In the criminal justice system. Sexually based offenses are considered, considered especially heinous. heinous. And then we, we, go, both, but we both go, anus. Oh, no! Shut up! Shut the no. fuck up. So do we. No, you don't. Especially heinous. We're literally anus. in the middle. No, we don't even. We don't say heinous. We just say anus. Anus. And, every, and we say it as gay as possible. It doesn't matter what we're doing. He'll sit. He'll be sitting at the desk. I'll be in the bathroom. We both hear it in the background. And like I'm washing my face. He's with it. All of a sudden, I don't know. We both just go anus. She, she. Here's what she does. She says the whole thing. The whole time. She, she says the whole yeah, show. But yeah. the minute she says heinous, she looks at me. And if I don't say anus, she's like mad at me the rest of the night. Anus. I, I'm freaking out, everybody. I'm freaking out. I'm I having a little. This is like, really what crazy. What is happening? Have we like slipped into another dimension? Oh my god! Or you people are crazy. listening to a historic podcast. <laughs> and by the way, when he says you, you people, even, like, he's talking to the black people. Blowing. <laughs> my mind is blown right now. Talking I can't to, even fucking believe anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I can't believe. Yeah, that's okay. right. All right. First of all, piano teacher, I'm mother, and now SVU anus. Oh my god. Okay. Wait. If you do this next thing that we do. This then this I, might be the craziest thing could, ever. I'm so I scared. Wish don't play it. Don't play it. Just we'll sing it. Everybody knows the freaking song. You know, the, you know like the dun, 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 Okay, all of that. What right. we do over that is we just go, 
Dick Wolf. Dick, 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 Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. Dick, 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 Dick Wolf. Wolf. I love it. Dick, Dick, Wolf, Wolf, Wolf. Dick Wolf. And then every time it changes, it goes bum bum. We go Dick Wolf. Hilarious. We just say Dick Wolf. We we only do that at the end. The minute the show ends, we both go Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. That's how it started for us. And then we just took it to a whole other Dick Wolf level. And now you've put that in our head, so we'll do Next that probably forever. Next time you're watching, a theme comes Dick Wolf, Dick, 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 Wolf. Dick, 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 Okay, so you heard the insanity of two comedy couples who meet and realize, holy shit, you say anus on SVU. So uh, tune in next week to hear about the other insane fun stuff that we have in common. It's just a great time that we had. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds.